highest form of gratitude and salutations to all of you that are joining today. I would say our topic is an interesting topic because it's not normally talked about. What I want to talk about for the next 30 to 40 minutes, I want to talk about lifetimes. And no, I'm not talking about the lifetime that you might or you may enjoy watching on on TV or your phone, but I want to talk about lifetimes. And I think it's an interesting topic because it's not something that is one often talked about. Because I'm from the the thought that because of my upbringing, uh, Christian background, that you have one lifetime and you're born of a woman and and you transition and you go to a heaven or hell. And that's a that's a very uh, that's a very safe thought, um, considering that when people transition, that we don't we don't see them necessarily in the natural anymore. And we in the church, we say, you know, we'll see them when we get to heaven. And that's usually how that goes. Or if they made it to heaven. Or I guess if you're. If you sign up for hell, I guess if that's where you want to go, I guess you'll see them when you get there. However it goes, but it's it's basically just a lifetime that we normally think about in our present day thoughts. But to, but tonight or this evening, I want to talk to you about lifetimes. Since rebirth my mind has begun to change and shift and go other places in my thoughts. And the question is asked, what if you lived another lifetime and you didn't remember? As I said previously, my, my background is uh, the Christian uh, background. And I went to undergrad and even divinity school started ministry at a very early age of 16 I remember reading something uh, in church history at uh, Shaw University Uh, we had to of course have our different uh, fields of study certain books to to read before we could matriculate I remember reading in uh, one of my church history books of a man named Justinian. Justinian had a wife and her name was Theodora. And their their relationship is pretty interesting. You should you should check it out. Look it up, but their their relationship is uh, interesting because Justinian uh, was from the higher society and of course Justinian, Justinian was uh, in a power position to make changes and, and laws and, and uh, well respected in his field from his peers 
and from the culture and community. Well, on the other hand, Theodora, she was uh, an actress. And she, she um, so actresses at that time, and I'm talking about between the years of maybe, I don't know, four or five hundred or maybe, no, uh, maybe 463 to 583 or something like that. Going between those years, um, she, actresses were considered uh, to be prostitutes. So they were looked on as the lower class. Well, evidently, Justinian, you know, after he he finished all of his tough tasks in the higher society and making all the laws at that time. Um, I guess he would want to go down and see um, some actresses on stage or I don't know how they did it at that time, but that sounds a lot like what's still happening now. I think that's interesting. But nevertheless, he fell in love with uh, Theodora. I mean, he did. He, he absolutely loved her and he and Justinian wanted Theodora for herself. It's a beautiful story. You got to check it out. But long story real short, many things happen, but I want to get somewhere. And there's a reason why I'm talking about this. So Justinian loved Theodore so much that Justinian had the laws changed so that members of the higher society would be able to connect with members of the lower society. And, and this is how Justinian and Theodore got married because in the position that he uh, that he uh, served in, he couldn't marry a prostitute. <laughs> no, 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 no. He couldn't choose from the lower class. But guess what? Theodora had something for Justinian. And evidently, whenever Justinian must have came around, Theodora must have she must have really put her her blessings upon him. Some people would probably say magic or. Nevertheless, she he fell in love with her. I mean, he loved her, too. It's a love story. But that's not even the most interesting part. Now, watch this. You're going to love this part. Then we'll go on and we'll finish and look at this thing with lifetimes. So what happens is, is that as they've gotten married by now and they're they're in love, they're lovebirds. I mean, they are They are They are really doing well in society and. Theodora is helping her her girls, you know, come up and meet some other people. And I mean, it's a beautiful thing going on. They really got it going on. But something happens. One day, true story. One day, Theodora. She goes to see who they called at that time a soothsayer. You may have heard that term in um, scripture or. Uh, depending on where you're listening from, you may still have some in your cities. Um, here in the in the U.S., we we call them uh, psychics, possibly, or seers. Some would say prophets, but nevertheless, she goes to see a soothsayer. Now, the soothsayer tells her something that changes the Christian church history. Watch this. She tells Theodora that in her former life, she was a witch. 
Theodora is so upset by the information that she she she's just found she just found found out that in her former life before the one she was currently lived and the between sometime 400 500 600 i think um again maybe 465 to 583 i think she dies in 565 i'm not sure i may be off with the years but she find she finds out that she was a witch in the former life she's so upset by the information she runs home you know gets to justinian and tells justinian that at once at once you you have to shut down the codex or the teaching doctrine or the implementation of teaching that reincarnation is real so Justinian loved his wife and and so he he had to you know he wanted to please his wife he wanted to make her happy he didn't want she was already upset she was visibly upset he know how much she um she meant to um not only him but the parliament she was his top advisor and so she took his advice and Justinian at once put in law that no longer could reincarnation be taught from a Christian perspective and it all had to do with his wife Theodora going to see a soothsayer who told her that she was a witch in the former life <laughs> and she knew nothing about it and so from from that time on reincarnation uh, reincarnation or teaching people that they came back to this world to do a mission or or for a purpose or to um, to help or to work through some things before they they moved on uh, that was that was being taught before Justinian and Theodora so they took it out right there they took it out they took out that teaching they took out anything having to do with coming back or reincarnation or anything like that so for for all of you christians especially you christians for all of the christians that may be listening do you know that if uh, theodora would not have gone to see the uh, soothsayer or the psychic that you would have known that you possibly 99.9 percent .9 sure that you possibly lived another lifetime and you have no recollection about it you may not even remember look it up for yourself it's 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 there and now you have to you have to search for that part now that was in our church history book and some things that they may have on the internet uh, you may have to go to some local libraries if you want to really get deep in, deep into it or purchase some other books but it's there i read it and but this is a thing i, I want to talk a little bit about cognitive dissonance i saw it in undergrad but it didn't start to register until rebirth come on did you just hear that i saw it in undergrad 
I saw this information in undergrad. I started pastoring my first church after undergrad. I saw it in undergrad. I saw it, but I, it did not register because I, I, I was blocked. I couldn't see. And then if you can't see, you can't see. If you can't hear, you can't hear. If you can't connect, there's nothing you can do. You're not going to be able to connect until you become unblocked. And there is a, um, there is a flow um, or an openness uh, that uh, that you will be able to come through or that will be able to come into you to be able to see more or feel or sense something that you didn't before because of all of the blocks or because of the the thoughts or other people's energies or how they feel now living inside of you because you've adopted those concepts and so when I begin to when I begin to in in my as the rebirth process started because my when your mind starts to change and it connects with your heart your soul your soul and your heart and your mind connects with your soul and your 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 heart and they begin to align and the remembrance of a thing begins to come back to you you start to you start to see things you you've never seen and sense and start to put things together how do you know if you you've lived another lifetime how do you know you listening to me today i want to pause for station identification and ask you a question do you have a birthmark now i know some of you may say that well i don't have a birthmark i've never seen it well maybe you haven't found it but i'm sure you have something somewhere on your on your body well your birthmark your birthmark indicates that in that particular place something happened in that particular place in another lifetime now now before some of you say well is that how I passed away or is that how I I died or uh, not necessarily but it could be that's a that's a great possibility um, but uh, something happened in another lifetime and what happens is in this lifetime you bring it over on your body as a remembrance but until you're able to connect with that concept we just call it a, a birthmark but where does the mark come from it happened at birth right that's what we say it just happened at birth yeah well it was given to you uh, through your soul identification uh, to uh, to transfer uh, with you that you would be able to know that you live before if you did it before you're doing it again okay what's another way that we can possibly know that we lived another time space and reality these are just um, um, immediate connections before we take the conversation a little bit deeper 
But another way that you can consider, and it's just a consideration, um, you don't have to believe it. Many will probably uh, resist this, but some will be open to it. Just consider it. If you've ever had any um, any form of deja vu, and if you, uh, what I would consider uh, deja vu, is uh, the alignment of a moment that comes to you in real time, that takes your vibration into a trance-like state to remember something that you've known before, a place, a person, a situation, a feeling, a thought, an actual scene where you've heard yourself say things like, I've been here before. I seen that. I knew that would happen. Have you ever said that before? I knew that would happen. If you've ever said anything like that before, you've been in those type of places or positions. That's what I call deja vu. And if that's the case, where does that come from? Well, would you consider that before this lifetime, before you entered your mother's womb, that you pinpointed certain things in this lifetime, certain scenes, certain people, certain situations that you said, I want to remember this. And so I'm going to put an asterisk right here in this time in my life, at this particular place in my life. And there and you and you begin to spread it out over years or times. So you would be able to remember that you existed. And in that moment that that thing happens, that when you get in those places to say, I've been here before, I, I knew that person would say that. I knew that was going to happen. In those places, that is the tie that binds from right where you are to beyond the realms of time, space, and reality to another place that you don't remember, but yet your soul knows it all because you've, you feel it and you align with that moment right here in the earth realm and those are godlike moments every time that they they happen they're they're godlike moments and it feels good there's a sensation that you get in that place that sometimes you you don't even know what's happening and the only thing that you can say is i knew that or i, I remember that or and that's how you're you're doing it the best you can that's that's two also, I want to take you into what we would call a daydream. Have you ever had a daydream before? Yeah, well, daydreaming is your natural healing on Earth. Right there. Your natural healing on Earth and becoming aware when you daydream. Now, this uh, this comes from uh, this is something that uh, you've uh, you've done and perfected over time and you've learned it 
learn how to do it when it happens when you are consciously awake and aware but not so much when you're sleeping so the daydream if you become aware in your daydream anything that you can think about consciously in that place without breaking the momentum of that you go into a nirvana or a heavenly like state and healing shows up right there in any part you you there, there that is a time right there when you are uh in a moment in time with the very breath of of god and you escape the earth realm for those moments and that is a time to to again if you can be consciously aware of the thoughts that you have send the energy to the particular place that you desire to see change or healing and it happens in the form of a daydream come on it's an it's an automatic healer that's right i didn't know that information until the first rebirth it, it, it all started to come back to me it did it it, it all started to come back to me and I started to I started to remember because again if you've done it before you can do it again and and many of you are doing it again but um, every now and then it takes a, it takes a friend to come by, come by your way and to nudge you and to say hey friend you did it before and you're doing it again even if you don't remember it, you've done it before and you're doing it again in this lifetime. Can you imagine if you start to remember? Do this in the remembrance of, is it me or is it you? Do this in the remembrance of, of you. Do this lifetime in the remembrance of, of you. Because you came in by yourself. And no matter if you have 10 people or 20 or 100 people around you, when it's time for your transition, you're going to transition by yourself. Now, you might meet some angels or ancestors as you're lifting out of your avatar or your your body or uh, that which uh, holds the breath of fresh air inside of you but that's that's you and so when you start to know that you, you you start to think differently because if you did it before you can do it again and once you come into a knowing or a remembrance of your rebirth the second coming come on coming back to yourself um, and he, and he, the prodigal son, he goes back home, comes back to himself. And when he came to himself, when she came to herself, when you have you ever been out cold sleep and you woke up and said, where am I? You know, what happened? You know what I'm saying? You, it's like you woke up. And so when she comes to herself, when he came to him, you start to know that if you've done it before, you're doing it again in the awareness the Christ awareness, the oil to, to remember are coming back to yourself that you can go higher than before. You can do it different. Um, Theodora, she didn't want 
uh, the reason why she, she she didn't want people to find out about reincarnation because they she said if they find out they were something else than they are in this lifetime some of them won't be able to take it justin you've got to take it out they're not going to be able to take it they're not going to be able to understand and but she she thought about herself she was hurt she didn't know and and do you know she carried the vibration of of she carried the vibration and and the the term um uh which is it's a title which has holds vibration means different things to different people but ne nevertheless she carried the vibration from one lifetime to another and because of what the name was associated with she did not want the information to get out to no one and she didn't want people to know about previous lifetimes especially the people in the church so evidently I'm not sure how much they were teaching the reincarnation, but it was definitely in the codex. And it was a known fact. And she said, you got to take it out. Take it out. And they took it out. They took it out. And so unless one does strict research or they have revelation from um, from God or the source of creation. Or the spirit inside of them takes them to a place of remembering they may never know that they lived another lifetime or many lifetimes, hundreds of lifetimes and have no idea about it, but yet carry the memory through vibration of their soul awareness inside. And guess what? You do, too. You do, too you the akashic records has your lifetimes all put in the book and it's a story that's been written his story or her story it's just a it's a story it's an experience okay and so and so when in in rebirth you start to come into an understanding of many things that you didn't know and things that you didn't hadn't um, had conversations about and and things that you uh, didn't study. You, you didn't study. You didn't go over. That was it's too far away from your the foundation of you to be able to consider. What do you mean? I lived another lifetime. What do you mean that people come back? You are your ancestors' wildest dreams. I remember when my second daughter, um, when she was she was born, at the same time, at the exact same moment that I found out that she was she was coming to the world, is the same moment that my grandmother transitioned right there. I mean, one call, then the other call, right there, turnover, right there. There are things beyond the realms of time that you may not put together for many years. 
possibly not even this lifetime. There's so many there's so many different ideas and thoughts and and teachings that has entered into your mind and your body, your soul, and you've made it law that even for some some people, even in the things that I'm saying, you you won't be able to hear me. And that's fine. It's, it's, it's not for you at this time, but it's a wonderful thing when a person can hear something and they can consider they don't have to agree. They don't have to adopt it, but at least consider and start their own investigation process first in their own soul. I think it's a wonderful thing for a person to go inside of their own soul and be able to consult with God inside of them, the spirit to reveal to them. And then they go and research someone else's thoughts or someone else's mind or another book or what someone else said, because many of the things that we've learned or known besides our own experience is with someone else's ideas or what someone else said or what someone else wrote or their experience. Many people are living other people's experiences. They are. It's just how it is. It's just living other people's experiences until you come to your own rebirth. And so when you come into your own rebirth, when you are able to be born again in this lifetime without transitioning and you're able to wake up and you're able to see more first inside of yourself and then outside of yourself, then you're able to go different places. Searching your heart. Going to both hemispheres of your brain, not just on the left side, but on the right side as well. The two hemispheres, the le- both the left and the right becoming one you being able to see because your gland literally comes open which secretes melatonin and heals the body when your pineal gland opens it secretes melatonin and it heals your body this is why meditation is so important which is to just have some quiet time that's it you don't have to do anything out of the or just have some quiet time just with you to clear your mind, to release anything out of your mind and allow the spirit to breathe and to take you into a place of remembrance. Things will come up that you'll see. Feelings will come up that you'll feel and you'll heal from. Some things may make you cry. But when you're still, you can know I am shows up inside of you and takes you to spaces and places that otherwise we don't normally go because so many different distractions and so if you did it if you did it before you were many of you are doing it again many people carry the vibrations of other lifetimes and even into this one and can you imagine other lifetimes and then this lifetime and all of you've had to endure and to see and to go through and to and and that you carry that you even haven't released in this one that you've adopted from other people, other situations. All of that that you're carrying and you and you st- 
still made it and you're you're still living and you're still breathing and you haven't given up and you haven't you haven't harmed yourself you're you're not checked into a um a, a facility but uh, some may listen to this and they may be inside of a facility but you're still living you're still breathing you're coming back to yourself you're being born again even right now and this is the whole message of it sounds a lot like that of the scripture in John 3 can a person go back inside of their mother and do it over again no they can't but what they can do is when they get to the place of crossing over the crossroads crossing over from one mindset left hemisphere of the brain to the right hemisphere of the brain and the two becoming one inside of them then the born again process can begin to start inside of them inside of you and you will begin to open up the doors of possibilities and considerations of many different things in your life that you were never told that you never considered that was never presented before you how could you have possibly ever known how there, there would have to be a parent there would have to be a teacher there would have to be a preacher there would have to be some form of revelation there would have to be something that there would have to be an experience something would have to happen if nothing happened and for some some people they may not get it in this lifetime they'll some some will come back some some won't some won't come back here some because once you start to wake up and know life is a choice it's it's a it's a choice so what do you do with what you have what do you do with what you know from the inside of you what do you do with your christ awareness what do you do with that what do you do with the spirit or the breath of god inside of you what do you do with that it's a choice it, it's 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 a choice and if you did it before you and you're doing it again or maybe you were human doing before when you were unaware you were just human doing but how about now you're a human being come on you're a human being on earth as it is in heaven because now in your awareness you're able to bring your heaven the things of God or a high place into a lower place into a place of mass chaos and, and, and darkness and to where people are, are are hurting because they don't know people are, are are dying of sicknesses because they don't know that they have the ability to heal themselves uh, heal thy oh, it says healthy and there's a scripture I absolutely love it says physician and if you're sick put your name there it says physician heal thy self get healthy today within yourself how do you do it 
how do you do it? How do you, how, where's the healing? Isn't it in the medicine? It is, it's at the hospital. No, the healing is inside of you. The, the, the healing is inside of you. You have the ability to heal. You, you, you have the ability to, to touch yourself. You have the ability to speak over your own life. I'm not disregarding the doctors. I'm not disregarding any nurses. I'm very thankful for the medical profession. But that which is, in, is inside of you is more powerful than anything outside of you. Once you begin to align within your soul and your mind and your heart. And you, you can feel the very energy, the very power of God moving through you in alignment. Which Leviticus 26 27 or 23 to oh my goodness uh i shouldn't have said it uh it'll come back to me but it talks about the atonement 23 27 maybe um it talks about the atonement at one moment at one moment inside of you to begin to feel the very power of that which heals you as it is in in the scripture which aligns within you there is something within you that heals you when you come to yourself because you start to align you start to take off the grave clothes the dead clothes the um, that those things that have attached to your mind that were never yours, but you've adopted, which causes you not to or maybe possibly to block information that your soul already knows. And as soon as it connects with it, come on. I want you to get right there. As soon as your soul connects with it, you can feel and you know that is true. You can't unsee what you saw. You can't. You cannot unfeel what you felt. You can't. You can't separate from the things that you know. Once you've known them from your soul. The Christ said something. He said, "Unless you become like one of the little children." He said, you'll never be able to see the kingdom of God. Do you know, in order to truly understand or understand or overstand lifetimes that you've got to go back to your you got to go back to being a kid. <laughs> you got you. I know many of you don't uh, you might fight that, but you've you've got to You've got to have a childlike heart. You you won't even be able to see God if you you're not having fun. Come on, some uh, some of you are not even having fun anymore. I mean, it's just work. Come on, stress and work. That's all you're doing. Stressing and working, trying to make some money just to get to the next day. You're not even having fun anymore. Come on, we got to get back to a place of fun. We Come on, you're here. Come on, you're living in the dash. You know your you know your born date or your birth date. You know that date, right? But you're living in the dash. You're living in the dash while you're living in the dash, waiting for the transition. 
Some of you are rushing to transition. Huh? But while you're you because you don't know that date, there's a big question mark. Since you're living in the dash, I say this in this lifetime, because you can't do anything about the past lifetime. You don't have to stick and stay. I don't care if you had a thousand of them. If you have five of them, it doesn't doesn't too much matter now. Unless you're carrying vibration that you need to be healed from, from things that you, you've brought up from other lifetimes, that when you start to recognize that thing, it immediately clears up. And that's what's going to happen with some of you, because you're going to start to inquire through your soul awareness. Some of you will pray. Some of you will meditate. OK, so but all of the Akashic records, all of the records are written and your story is written in your soul. Come on the story of your lifetime can you imagine reading the story of your lifetime in a book come on it's already written he puts it in a book psalms 56 verse 8 tells us that every one of your tears uh, he catches them in a bottle and then he puts it in a book because one day you'll be able to read the story of your tears and tell the story of how you got over Come on, is I know it's a beautiful story. Some of you don't even cry enough. And it's okay to cry because every one of those tears are put in a bottle <laughs> and saved. Come on, then put in a book for guess what? The memorial for your lifetime that you can read your story. Come on, some of you, some of you are becoming more aware of your story in these days like never before coming to places in your thoughts that you you said I didn't know I would start to think like this or feel like this or and some of you are getting to a place you know what I just want to have some fun I'm not I will not allow anything to stress me out I just want to you know people are traveling more even though they have all these restrictions you know they just getting close to water come on there's a great healer there in the lifetimes you you do know that water has always existed and has absolutely not one enemy come on and carries the memories of lifetimes which is why many of you you love the ocean you love if you can just get me by some water i can hear some of you saying if you can just get me by some water things will be fine whenever you find your place whenever you find your uh whenever you find yourself in a place of uh, uh blissfulness or nirvana or um some type of uh, uh, place to where you um, you just feel the splendor of life in those spaces you don't lose time you don't lose time in those spaces there's no time taken off your life whenever you have to say words like where did the time go it went too fast stay in those places uh, if you can try to move and live in those places whether even if it's not in the physical maybe in your mind stay in those places because those are the spaces and places that not only heal but it extends your life you take the time away and you put it on the backside because that's just what you're living right there is you're in your heaven on earth so you've brought your heaven on earth you've intentionally set up so heaven on earth could begin to show up right there and so 
And in those places, you can feel the presence of God continuously. Whenever you feel good, guess what? <laughs> that's God. So whenever you're, you're not feeling good, that, that's not God. And you're putting yourself in sometimes like a hell situation. But that's a decision. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do any of that. That's your decision. And so all you have to do is make these decisions. But in the way that you start to know that what I'm saying is true, just remember, why do you like to feel good? Why do you like to be in high vibration? Why do you want, why do you have a desire to be around good people that make you feel really good? Why is that? You remember something. What does it do for you? It keeps you alive. It keeps you exuberant. It keeps you up and we want to be up you don't want to be down you don't want to be sick many people are sick not because uh, not because they're just so unhealthy physically it's because of uh, mentally there's so many blockages or it can uh, happen physically because of the things that we're putting in our body that do not even align with our system whatsoever but it's comforting to us but once you start to feel the comfort through vibration that comes from beyond the realms of time from your soul, you will be attracted to not just different situations, but even different foods. Things won't taste the same anymore. It reminds me of what many times um, you hear out of the church, the things that I used to do, I won't do no more. The ways that I used to talk, I wouldn't talk, you know, all that. And so what happens is, is that you you make up in your mind you just i just want to do something different and what's happening now is because is because our world has changed and the age has changed we've gone out of one and gone into another age of aquarius coming out of the age of pisces into the age of aquarius and even in the scripture, Luke 22, verse 10, it says, go follow a man into the house with a pitcher of water. That's right. That symbolize Aquarius because men didn't carry water at that time. When you, you know the timing of the uh, scripture, men never carried water. Women carried the water. But what is the scripture telling you? It's telling you something deeper. That's absolutely inside of you. Go follow a man in the house with a pitcher of water. So you're going into another age and therefore the mindset has to change because you were in one stage or age and now you're changing over or you're crossing over to another place, time and space that you start to remember something inside of you. You start to know that this treasure is inside of you to remember to help and assist you navigate in this lifetime. Come on. You can't do anything about what's to come or what's behind you. Five minutes ago was five minutes ago. Ten minutes from now is ten minutes from now. But what you have is the present moment, which is the gift given right now for you to know and so if that's the gift given what are you going to do with your gift what are you going to do with every millisecond of your life i would say one of the greatest things that we could ever do 
is to become aware and conscious of the right now moment. What are you going to do with the right now moment? You have everything that you need in the right now moment to cause your life to change or to cause someone else's life to change right now. Immediately. You, you can do that. Immediately. Can you imagine or consider if you lived another lifetime, who would you who do you think you were? <laughs> According to what you do now, who do you who do you think you were? I think that's interesting. As you look at yourself now, they um, so I, I learned that the people that have fears of things that have never encountered that particular situation in this life, they usually have encountered Uh, something happened in another lifetime and they brought over the vibration of it and some of you deal with that now and many uh, uh, different uh, you you say I don't know why I'm like this I don't know if you've ever said anything like that I don't know why I'm like this and I can't put or pinpoint anything in this lifetime that has me to act like this or to talk like this or to be like this in this particular position being unaware that you're carrying a vibration in your subconscious of that which previously happened but you can't remember or you're not making the connection but when you start to connect the dots it all comes together all of it all of it and so these are just some um, ideas to consider as we're navigating we're navigating we're figuring it out we're, we're learning many of us are on many different paths there's so many different thoughts out here. So many different religions. And there is a lot going on. And so there has to be some type of firm foundation. And I would say that firm foundation is in your awareness of that which is inside of you, which is light. And God is light. First John 1 and 5 said God is light. And that's inside of you. And the Christ says that ye are the light of the world, Matthew 5, 14. So I'm going to say just like him, let your light shine. Let allow your light to shine out of you that someone else might see or feel or sense or understand or understand how to love their, their own self. That they can love their neighbor or and help someone and, and assist and and connect because people are looking for connections. There are many people that are, um, that are many. There are many people that they feel like they have no hope, no one to talk to. Um, as people are transitioning, some people are uh, they take, they'll they'll take their own life because they say, "I just can't take it anymore. It's too much for me. It's too much for me to comprehend. Too much for me to connect with. I don't." I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. But there is a there is a family. There is a soul family. There is a spirit family. There are people that are just like you, but they don't know who you are. That are thinking, but they don't want to share because they know what it comes with. It comes with the ridicule. It comes with the heartache, the heartbreak. It comes with you're crazy or you've got the devil. You're going to hell. And so they just shut down and they go back in. And some of them just they they internally bleed until they're whisked away. 
some people turn uh, to um, uh, alcohol uh, more and, or hard forms of drugs more because they have no one to talk to. Things are coming to them and they don't even have anyone to share with. And this is why we have to consider the possibilities of these different topics and explore them in our own mind and, and examine them and, and consider it. And you have to ask the question, what is being given to you? What is this? What is the spirit revealing to you? What is your knowing? What are you connecting with? What is how is God dealing with you as far as your life? What does your life look like? Have you seen anything change in your lifetime with you? Not outside of you, but with you. And then what was it? Maybe I'll have to get you on to tell your story of your lifetime. So. Ah, well, let me say this. So when I started to know about other lifetimes, I started to hear about um, in 2018, God began re revealed to me about Azusa, the rebirth. Azusa happened in 1906. It was a great revival, Pentecostal revival, Los Angeles, California. And where people would, uh, they came in one way and they left out another way. And it's documented. You can check it out on YouTube. There's a good one, about an hour and 45 minutes on there. Talks about what happened. And Azusa came after a pandemic. Isn't it something how the world goes in cycles in 2018 I heard the spirit reveal that Azusa was coming back and to call it the rebirth and there was some there were people back there um, and and I remember them. I remember uh, the people and I remember some of the things that happened well many of the things that happened I remember the healing and I'm excited about this revival of soul awareness. I remember hearing that the revival would be different. Many, many meetings would happen in, in churches, but many would not go to any form of church that but they would be able to connect and remember from their soul just through vibration. And those that go to the larger gatherings, they will want to be there just because of the manifestation and a greater number of the multitude to be able to see, feel, sense and know that that which we've always looked for that's been inside of us shows up, especially when the people get together on one accord or in the same vibration which is harmony of oneness una is one verse is sound a harmony flow of celebration and salutations through a sound that comes from the soul of the world which is a breath that comes together in the oneness and in that God shows up. But the wonderful thing about that is you don't have to be in any great meeting for that. It's just a oneness right where you are. 
a oneness in your spirit or your breath to be able to allow the breath to recycle back inside of you to to know that the breath of fresh air is, is breathed. That's why you continue to breathe it freely back inside of yourself when you have the opportunity. Your breath is so important. Come on. It's your spirit. It's your freedom. It's your liberty. That is the source of everything inside of you. And when you're, that breath connects with your soul and the two become one, things change. You come alive and you are alive today. You are alive today. In this lifetime, you are alive. So I'm sure I do a part two on lifetimes. I'm almost at an hour. Thank you for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoy this one. I know I did. Let me know what you think. I'm interested in your feedback. Remember, I said consider. You don't have to agree. Just consider. These things were given to me. And other people as well. But um, I'm not sure where you are. But uh, I love what the scripture says. Let's reason together. And if we can come, still come together, even with our differences, what a better world this would be. I'm Harold Timberlake, and I've enjoyed you. I hope you've enjoyed me just as much as I've enjoyed you. Till we meet again, I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs>